Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Insuring India where we talk about all things insurance. I'm Dasha Sangvi and on today's episode we discuss the one phenomenon that is expected to take over the automobile industry sooner than we could imagine. Yes, electric vehicles. Not only do they look cool, they're also cost effective and better for the environment. Over the last couple of years, we've seen a large influx of new companies in the EV space and more Indians in fact are now proactively opting for EVs. I love numbers and I have some interesting ones for you. But before that, did you know there is a society of manufacturers of electric vehicles? Yes, there is. And according to them, EV sales in India is expected to be around 10 lakh units this year, equal to what was sold collectively in the last 15 years. Also in 2021, the sales of electric two-wheelers in the country jumped over twofold at 2,33,900 units driven by higher demand for high-speed scooters. Now here's the thing, the central and state governments too are doing their bit by introducing impactful policies to build a cleaner and greener transportation system. While all this is great as potential buyers of EVs, one thing that would concern you the most is insurance. You know, questions like do insurers cover EVs? How much does it cost to insure them? Are premiums higher for insuring EVs compared to other motor vehicles, etc., etc. On this episode, I have with me Adarsh Agarwal, Chief Distribution Officer, Corporate Business, Digit Insurance. If there is anyone who knows the inside out of EV insurance, it's him. With over 15 years of experience in the actuarial space, Adarsh has been with Digit since the company's founding year. Before joining Digit, he was the actuarial head at Bajaj Alliance General Insurance. Hi Adarsh, welcome to Insuring India. Hi Disha. Adarsh, we are seeing a host of new companies emerging in the EV space, so obviously um, the opportunity is big. So how can insurers leverage this growth to ensure they keep up with the changing times? So Disha, uh, definitely the EV space is changing a lot and you know, new and new players are coming here and we see this as a large opportunity coming up. Right. Uh, just to take few names, like if you see Aether is there, which are already an established player in this market and they have a decent distribution as well as the manufacturing facility. Yes. Uh, Ola Electric is there, Hero Electric is there. Mm. So Ola has set up like large plant and their plan is to not just cater to the domestic market, they might also look at the exports as well. Yeah. So significant amount of investment is being done in electrical vehicles and it is not limited just to two wheelers. It extends to private passenger cars, it extends to commercial vehicles as well. Mm-hmm. Mm. So recently we were working uh, on a proposal where you know there is a company who are going to buy 2000 uh, electrical trucks and when i'm saying trucks so these are like really heavy ones that's big actually that's a huge development yes and many places we have also seen like lot of state governments are going for electrical buses mm-hmm. to reduce the pollution and other things so a uh, lot of activities happening and of course from insurance perspective it becomes a great opportunity to tap upon uh, second thing also heading here is uh, not just you know commercial vehicle even passenger cars if we see tata is coming big way to the electrical passenger cars yes mg hyundai mahindra they are also coming up with few models in the electrical vehicle space so overall electrical vehicle space is going undergoing a dramatic changes 
and over a period of time i think uh, many more manufacturers will come into this and it puts lot of opportunity for the entire ecosystem mm-hmm. and that definitely includes the insurance domain as well absolutely i couldn't agree more but evs are relatively more expensive compared to other motor vehicles so in my mind this makes it important to have them insured but adarsh how easy or difficult is it to get your ev insured in india today so uh, insuring ev for a traditional product it's easy so i think most of the websites insurers website currently offer insurance for electrical vehicles yes uh, as of now the insurance which is offered are of two types one is a traditional motor insurance policy yeah which will give coverage for both uh, accidental damage known also known as old damage but they also provide cover for the third party component yes yes apart from that uh, there are certain low end of electrical vehicles which does not fall into the motor insurance category so they don't uh, specifically need a mandatory third party insurance for such segment of vehicles which are of low speed and low capacity of their battery uh, some of the insurers also offer the asset insurance product which is essentially covering the accidental damage piece of the vehicle right so all these insurance are readily available but one main concern in terms of availability of insurance is that uh, batteries form a significant part of the electrical vehicle for some of the electrical vehicle battery could be as high as like you know 30 35% cost of the entire vehicle mm-hmm. and depending on the design of that vehicle some of the vehicles could be prone to the theft of the battery on a standalone basis yes and uh, of course certain geographies are more prone to the theft of the vehicles or theft of the components so for those specific geographies and for those specific uh, types of vehicle mm-hmm. where insurers feel that you know battery theft could be very high i feel they are you know underwriting restri- because of the underwriting restrictions the availability of insurance could be a challenge or you know if it is available it is available at a higher premium than what is available for the other parts of the country or other types of vehicle So is it safe to say that while getting your EV insured may not be a problem um the premium that you pay could be higher in some cases Yes so I would say the um availability of insurance will always be there it's not like you can't insure your EV mm-hmm. but you might have to pay slightly higher premium if you know it is more prone to theft but Got otherwise insurance availability won't be a challenge But Adarsh there aren't many insurers with a specialized EV product in their portfolio Uh, as someone who holds significant experience in the actual space what do you think are the top 3 concerns that insurers have today when it comes to covering EVs um, difficult question disha but i will try to answer this sure. uh, so uh, battery theft is of course a big challenge and you know uh, depending on the design and the geography the insurer need to do the right pricing to take into account the theft uh the second question which comes is ki now in new electrical vehicles yeah. generally electrical vehicles are associated with low power and low acceleration but with much more innovation now new electrical vehicles comes which have high power and high tra- acceleration as well yeah so even some of the electrical vehicles might have uh, higher acceleration than the traditional non electrical vehicles mm. 
in such cases the probability of accident as well as the severity of accident could be much higher than the non traditional vehicles so right. that also need to be taken into account uh, one positive things with electrical vehicles is that uh, unlike petrol or diesel vehicles uses of electrical vehicles will be much more limited to the city uses absolutely uh, mm. unlikely people are going to go on highway for long journey taking their evs so that reduces the risk propensity of the claims goes down as well as the claim size or the average claim value might also go down so that reduces the risk from electrical vehicle perspective uh one more thing which comes to my mind is that you know the depreciation of battery is mm-hmm. another critical element yeah because yeah. Uh, batteries might depreciate much uh, rapidly than the traditional value of a vehicle so mm. if we are insuring a vehicle which is not a new vehicle which is let's say 2 3 or 4 years old vehicle right then putting a right value to the battery becomes very important otherwise uh, insurers might fall into this you know moral hazard kind of thing Mm-hmm. if uh, they are giving a idv or the sum insured of the vehicle which is much higher than their market value then uh, some of the locations or some of the people might take advantage of this and then try to create uh, human created loss and you know take advantage of the insurance so these are the three four things that comes to my mind when looking at the pricing aspect of the electrical vehicles very valid points actually Uh, but as of where we stand today uh, is it mandatory for all electric two wheelers to have a third party insurance uh, so no it's not mandatory for all electrical vehicles to take insurance in fact our motor vehicle act defines what is a motor vehicle and what is not a motor vehicle mm-hmm. so the electrical vehicles where maximum speed is less than 25 km per hour as well as their battery capacity is less than 250 watts Uh, they are not categorized as motor vehicles okay and uh, if they are not categorized as motor vehicle they don't uh, need a mandatory third party insurance uh, having okay. said that uh, from uh, the vehicle owners perspective it's always good to have a third party insurance even if you know motor insurance does not mandate to have a third party insurance because liability can be humongous you never know you know what can happen to third party and uh, to be on safer side it's always good to have insurance even for the third party vehicles absolutely absolutely adarsh my next question is something that i think most people who are planning to buy an ev would wonder about at some point premiums since evs are expensive and could result in high value claims do you think insurers will have to resort to quoting higher premiums to keep their loss ratio in check mm, not necessarily okay um, if we look at the most of the vehicles whether you know it's a electrical vehicle or a non electrical vehicle uh, most of the time the damage of the vehicle happens to the exteriors mm-hmm. and that exteriors might mean like you know doors or bumpers or bonnet or that kind of element uh, total loss scenarios are far and few okay so keeping that in mind the electrical vehicle risk or premium might not be significantly different than the traditional vehicles mm-hmm. but uh, having said that in india there is very limited data which is available to the insurers to uh, gauge whether electrical vehicle will be more risky or less uh, insurers start with certain assumptions 
spaces you know whatever they know about similar risk either worldwide or you know in the same geography mm-hmm. and as and when more experience emerged the insurers modify their assumptions okay. to make the pricing more suitable to the underlying underlying risk and uh, i believe same journey has to be done for the electrical vehicles as well in india mm-hmm. so over a period of time there will be more data which will evolve well that makes sense um this brings me to my next question uh insured declared value plays a big role in deciding how much an insurer will pay the insured in case of total loss so adarsh as ev sales go up do you think insurers will have to look at a different way of arriving at the idv for evs yes this is a very valid point isha here because uh, battery of the ev is mm-hmm. big component in the overall cost exactly and the battery depreciation will be of course different than you know other parts of the vehicle so if ev is not rightly you know valued in terms of the how much insurance value should be ascribed to a electrical vehicle which is not a new vehicle yeah. and then how the value goes down during the year of the policy or in the subsequent year then you know it can create challenges for both insurers as well as the policy holders mm-hmm. so if let's say battery vehicle value is not uh, right and let's say it's lesser than the market value then customer is at a disadvantage because in case of total loss they are not getting the right value as a insurance claim Mm-hmm. and if i talk about the other way around uh, if it is more than the market value then insurer feels the you know there could be moral hazard where policy holders might try to take advantage of insurance and might try to take claim and right. getting a better claim amount than the actual market value so deciding on the right to vehicle value or the insured value it becomes much more critical in case of electrical vehicle and uh, historical values as used for petrol or diesel vehicles mm-hmm. that might not be a right depreciation scale to apply right in fact i have been wondering about this myself another thing that just struck me adarsh is that premiums are linked to the risk exposure which is based on historical data and this is something you mentioned too but with so little data on evs do you think insurers will have to rely on a combination of mathematical models um, as the market matures and if i could add another point here we are also hearing about startups that are working towards making evs cheaper could this make premiums extremely dynamic as we go forward if we look at you know because new and new evs companies are coming yeah. and they are trying to reduce the cost of ownership of a new vehicle Hmm. but traditionally what happens that uh, ownership of the new vehicle is reduced because uh, manufacturers try to either subsidize the cost or reduce their margin for sale of new vehicles right but what happens that spare part cost or the labor cost that does not change with the uh, change in the vehicle value mm-hmm. so what happens when insurance companies does the pricing they take into account the what is the cost of the vehicle which is essentially the new vehicle cost and uh, for the subsequent years also the premium will be linked to the new vehicle cost in a reduced way taking yeah. into account depreciation mm-hmm. but if a vehicle repair cost in terms of both labor part as well as spare is not reducing in proportion to the new price of the vehicle yeah. then insurers are at a disadvantage because they will charge lesser premium assuming it to be a cheaper vehicle and hence a lesser cost of the repair in its spare parts but that might not be true so of course if more and more manufacturers will try to reduce the cost of ownership of new vehicles 
without having corresponding change in the reduction mm-hmm. of the spare part cost and labor cost uh, the pricing will be much more dynamic because sooner or later insurers will come to know this and they will recorrect the price uh, one more thing which might uh, happen here is the uh, import duty or uh, foreign exchange fluctuation Mm-hmm. because some of the companies might import the parts from outside rather than manufacturing in india right and that poses another challenge because uh, when claim comes the import duty might change or the exchange rate might change that way the price of the part might go up so that also needs to be taken into account absolutely so while we've addressed what's happening in india when it comes to insuring evs um could you share some insights on the path that some of the leading insurers are taking globally so what i personally know and understand that uh, for most of the european and asian market where evs are already in you know high proportion and high volumes yeah. uh, usually they have seen that evs are higher risk as compared to the traditional ice vehicles oh but in uh, said that uh, i will say that in india we are yet to see this because uh, we are not sure that in india also electrical vehicle will pose higher risk but uh, depending on country to country location to location theft is one you know element which can make the difference mm-hmm. another element is ki if battery is not of sound quality and you know proper testing is not done then the, it might lead to fire and you know that way vehicle catching fire and you know total loss mm-hmm. so i think uh, this is to be seen with time yes i guess only time will tell now coming to what we are doing at digit when it comes to ev insurance What approach are we taking when it comes to covering EVs and do you see this evolving as we gather more data In India EV space is still emerging while some of the developed nation in Europe and few countries in Asia uh, electrical vehicles is a big segment out there so we have lot to learn from there uh, at Digitify see we identified EV as a growth area or focus area roughly about 1 and 1/2 year back right and uh, we had set up a dedicated team in our company to focus on this area and what new we can do for electrical vehicles currently to the electrical vehicles we offer all types of motor insurance product which could be stand alone third party cover or stand alone own damage cover or comprehensive cover or a bundled cover which takes right. care of the new vehicles for long term at the same time there are certain which are of low capacity and low speed they don't need a mandatory third party insurance for such vehicles we take we have a product called asset care in this product we provide the accidental damage protection cover to these vehicles okay okay as of now you know battery becomes a critical component so in future there could be you know plans for insurance company and i'm just thinking loudly when i'm saying this that you know mm. some of the insurers might come up with a standalone battery product Absolutely. or you know and mm. covering the rest of the vehicle in a separate policy so innovation will of course going to happen on the ev space as more and more vehicles come and from a distribution point of view um, do you see insurers adopting a different strategy for ev products uh, to an extent yes and i would say no as well so it depends on the distribution strategy of the oem or the manufacturer Mm. so um, i won't take name here but you know couple of the leading oems in this space mm-hmm. they are thinking of direct to customer strategy so right. selling their vehicles online taking 
booking online also offering insurance online Mm. So for such uh, partners, we have to go more on a digital and online way, and of course there will be another set of uh, OEMs or the manufacturer uh, who will go into a dealership model, and then you know for those kind of uh, OEMs, insurers will take the different approach as a traditional approach of selling motor insurance, and uh, when it will come to the renewals of the vehicles, so once the become, vehicle becomes one year older, mm-hmm. then. i believe that is still the segment of uh, customers who will buy ev they will be more tech savvy and millennial population so they will go more for the online or direct uh, to the company website rather than going through the traditional distribution channels of agency or brokers hmm very interesting the finance minister announced a battery swapping scheme which is likely to address some of the concerns around charging infrastructure in the country right um so do you think this will further accelerate the uptake for evs in the coming years it will definitely increase the uh, uptake of ev in the country and i will share a personal you know experience here so sure. i stay in a large society in bangalore where we have about 1800 units and uh, i could see some of the owners posing questions to the management committee that you know we are buying electrical vehicles and we can't uh, you know charge the vehicle because you know parking there is no charging stations and uh, some of them were asking that you know give us allow us for an extension where we can you know pull a electrical wire and set up my own charging unit kind of thing which can be built to my meter mm. and eventually you know society could not allow this because you know it poses a challenge of you know everyone doing their own thing and uh, great fire hazard to the society right right and now this i'm talking about 6 months back but now we have five charging stations in our society which is which has been set up by the oems and i can see you know more ev in my society than what i used to see earlier so of course you know this charging infrastructure improving in the country this will definitely provide lot of boost to the electrical vehicle sales in coming years mm-hmm. and going forward evs might start going more on a highway and long drives which they are not in current scenario from insurance perspective like us i think this opens up another opportunity to offer the right product for such charging stations mm. so now many uh, companies are also thinking about setting up these charging stations where you come up with your own battery which is a discharge battery you put it back into the charging station and take a replacement battery so there is no waiting time for the charging Right, and right. Uh, in such a scenario, pro- providing a you know end-to-end insurance solution, which could be a liability policy, a protection cover to the charging station, uh, liability to the charging station towards the individual battery which the vehicle owner has taken away, or a theft cover of that battery. So many more possibilities of insurance which comes up for these charging stations. The anecdote you shared says a lot about how the category is evolving and I think it will only get more interesting in the coming years. Well, that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thanks so much Adarsh for sharing some great insights. I'm sure there's been a lot for our listeners to take away from this conversation. Thanks again. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll be back soon with another exciting episode of Insuring India, a podcast by Digit Insurance. Until then take care and stay safe. Let's do the digit dance. Let's do the digit show dance.